Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. As of right now, the Raptors are a game away from being NBA champions. But they're also three games away from a loss. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> from, a, from a loss? From losing the champions from losing the finals. <laughs> from losing the series. This team has never been to the finals. Uh-huh. Finally here in 3-1. And that's what you have to say to them? Yeah, I do. fan base? Yes, that's exactly what I have to say. I'm how, how can you feel any confidence in this Warriors team after exactly. what we just saw? I can't, I can't feel any confidence in the people shooting I've the ball. I've seen them come back two light-skinned brothers on the Against floor. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. I think, team, that's, I think that's a harder team to come against. This seems against. better. Kevin Durant, though? This seems more complete. I don't know, but Kevin Durant? This seems more complete. Yeah, like that's, that's the key word. It's complete. This <laughs> seems more complete. Toronto has shown that they're the better team. Just clearly for the last eight games, too, because don't forget they beat Milwaukee, who was originally the best team in the NBA. Facts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, before we even start, I wouldn't that's, – that's, that's harsh. I just want to congratulate the Raptor fans um, for making it this far. Whether you lose or win, mm-hmm. y'all are there. Y'all do standing lose. proud too, for real. I would be embarrassed to be a Warriors fan right now after after the performance the fans put on in game was that game four. Yeah, after the performance of that, man, I don't I don't care if my team is down. You got to support that team. You can't be walking out with a minute left in a, in a mm-hmm. finals game, and then you let the Toronto Raptors fans just take over the arena when they were chanting "Let's go Raps" and it was louder than whatever the Warrior fans were saying. I'd be embarrassed. Then, then I think like, the, ra- the Warriors fans. Too. I wouldn't be surprised. The Warriors fans are trying to get into it, but they just never really made that big run that they usually do. Well, the problem is that when it comes to these finals games, specifically mm. one in the Bay Area, everybody that's there is like a rich person. So, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they don't have those, those those roots. So, you know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. have their true fans because the true fans can't really afford those tickets. Exactly. Like, we were in Madison Square Garden for those two games. You can see in the 300 sections just regular people, in the 200 section, regular people. And those are expensive tickets too, yeah. but you can feel how much they care, even in games that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And this Warriors crowd, at least for game four, game three is a little bit different. They actually came and they were they were there for Steph Curry. But in game four, it was completely dead. And then the commentators were like, this place is getting loud. But it was the Raptors fans that was getting allowed and not the Warriors fans. They were outnumbered, and the Raptors fans still came out for their team, and that's just crazy. Yeah, when you charge nine hundred some dollars for a ticket, I don't know. I don't know what you expect. I mean, nine hundred dollars for the finals ticket is just, that's anywhere. If the Bulls are in the finals next year, it's going to be nine hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which they will be. Right. Facts. So, uh, and I don't mean right as if <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, yeah, if any team is going to, a finals ticket should and will be expensive. An all star game is going to be expensive. Um, so that's, that, that, I get what y'all are saying, but at the same time, it, it is what it is. But yeah, E40 is not going to be over there, you know, <laughs> really loud. Yeah, so, um, ooh. <laughs> so that, you know, that that's kind of expected. But you know, they kind of spoiled at the same time. What is this, like the fourth in a row? Yeah. The trip in a row. They done won. The past two, they probably a little spoiled, and um, they need this. They need to, to to get some hunger, and hopefully they can get back to the yay area, as Drake called it yesterday on Instagram. Um, but, I, yeah, I am happy for the Raptor fans nonetheless because it got to be dope to see your team go for the first time and then be a game away. It, it would be heartbreaking if y'all lost, but even to come this far, um, y'all should be patting yourself on the back. And I've seen a video of people going around trying to get the – the uh, 
Raptor fans to talk trash to Warrior fans. That was pretty funny. And they wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to, uh, was that Jimmy Kimmel show? I believe so. Yeah, it was one of those late night shows. So, that so was, res- Such a respectable fan base. That was dope. But as far as the actual game, thoughts, opinions. Takeaways. It seemed like Boogie. It seemed like Boogie was unplayable <laughs> once again. Yes, and let's start off with Boogie because he started off the game so bad with what yeah, three, three turnovers, turnovers in the first quarter. Minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Boogie has never been a guy that have bounce ever. He's always been a low to the ground player. Yes. But even now, it's even worse than what it was after these. Yeah, injuries. his first step is gone completely. At least before when he was with the Pels, he had kind of like a first step. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Mm-hmm. And me and Mike were talking about this a few days ago, but like his bag, bro. He he messing up his bag. Not saying that he would have got paid great money this offseason anyway, but whatever he was going to get paid is probably getting chopped in half after these performances because he went from an all-star center, one of the best in the league, some the argue best the in best league. in the league, um, to be an unplayable in a game where you have Kevon Looney and, and Bogut, Bogut as <laughs> right. the centers. He was unplayable. Mm-hmm. He did, I don't know if he touched the floor in that second half <laughs> well, or yeah. if he did. He it started was, the second missed, half and he was he got bad again. You, you got right. to take into account that he had missed the time. But like you said, he's never been first agile at all, right. especially defensively. And we're in the playoffs where you get exposed for not having that defense. We've seen it with Andres Cancer, mm-hmm. people like that. You, it's almost unplayable, especially if you're not going to produce the way you're supposed to do on the offensive end. It's a no go. But no, it just seems like he tries to do too much instead of just. I think they, it's literally they have to because they don't really have many scoring options. I know they have Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, obviously, but after that, who else? Yeah, but it's, I don't want him bringing the ball up the court trying to like attack the rim and create shots for everybody. <laughs> that's part of that's what he game, does, though. though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Big, 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 a healthy him. One of the best, was the best center in my opinion was that he had that ability. Um, but I, I, it's like what Mike said, you know, it's the fact that he did miss the time. He was hurt. And I, I give him his respect and I tip my cap for him for trying to come back. Um, but it was, a, you know, it's like a it's a hard thing because you're trying to come back. And you're trying to get your first ring and you want to, you know, be a part of your team because you see the team is down. But at the same time, now that you've done that, you have hurt your bag kind of because mm-hmm. it's like after that game two performance, he was good. And it was like, oh, oh damn, that we game. forgot. They actually got Boogie. And this could be, you know, changing the series, whatever. And it's not like that like was this. even like a dominant 30. It's like he just contributed most, like, just all Rebound, over the court. Rebound, he had traffic defense, rebounds. He had, yep, he had tried to protect the rim. Mm-hmm. It was all an effort. But he, even in game three with no Clay Thompson, you would hope that he would step up and play, yeah. have any effect, and mm-hmm. he just didn't. But you, this is where you got to give the Raptors credit because they made one of the best trades they could honestly done and picked up Marcus Saul, mm-hmm. who's literally been one of the best centers in these playoffs with his versatility. I think he is the best so far. What? He has been like. I the mean, best now he's one of the few yeah, centers left. So yeah, he is the best. The best. Joel. Yeah, Joel. Joel and B was in the playoffs. The did he? Did he outplay Joel and B? I can't. You can say so. You can say so. I think he did a good job, but he didn't outplay him. I think it's an argument. <laughs> well, what, what's the argument? Which like, and in what way did he outplay him? Because Joel and B didn't he miss a game. No, no. He, he played he every sick. game. He was he, sick. He just recently tweeted one. It was literally one hand wash away. No, that's what he tweeted. Yes, he just tweeted. <laughs> he was tweeting. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> that's not what he said. I guess the argument he would just be that though. they they legitimately made the trade for him to be the Joel Embiid stopper, and he was that regardless if Joel Embiid was injured or he was mm-hmm. sick. Marcus all played great defense on him, and uh, he also had those two big games in that series. That in those two big games are two of the games that they won. So. Um, but Marcus Saw has been great, but even off the bench, Serge just had a big game in game four. 
Um, even though he hadn't played he's very good. He got way back into that defensive mode. I ain't seen him like this in blocks. years. He has six blocks. I ain't seen him like this since he was with the Thunder. Free. Yeah, so, that's, that's what I was saying. They, they needed that game from him. Mm-hmm. They needed it. And it's good that he uh, showed up in this game. Um, I don't <laughs> – the, the Raptors defensively is just – it's, it's just unfair. I mean, they got everything that you would ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can switch. They got a good a good general leading them in the back. I mean, Kawhi is their guy, but I mean, Marcus All is the one that's playing behind and and you know telling everybody what's going on. But in the front, Pat, like yeah. they, they got all of it. <laughs> They're long too. Mm-hmm. The Clay Thompson, yeah, like twenty some points, but almost every shot he took was contested. Yes. literally hand in his face. It was so, just Clay making shots at that yeah. point. It, it, you could not ask for better defense on Clay Thompson. And that's what they kept still him gave him twenty nine. Because I mean, they started off the game very rough, but mm-hmm. their defense allowed them to keep keep up and uh, stay in this game. Because I believe at half, yeah, well, at halftime they were shooting thirty four percent from the field, two for seventeen from three. They were getting out rebound uh, twenty nine to eighteen. Uh, Warriors had 15 assists to their seven, but they forced 10 turnovers uh, out of the Warriors while only giving up four turnovers. So the defense w- was able to hold it down while the mm-hmm. offense um, got off to a rough start. But then when you have a guy like Kawhi, you can have a 17-point quarter to make up for the slow start. So, yeah. I mean, it all it's, it's all a good recipe. Um, and it, that's, that's the most tough part, I think, going forward for the Warriors is that you know, they can shoot 34% from the field, 2 for 17 from 3 in the first half and still only be down, what, four points at halftime? It was like 46 yep. Yeah, something 42. like that. Any so. other team would have been down double digits right. to the Warriors. Yeah, so it's, it's the defense, and then you got a guy like Kawhi Leonard that can give you 30-plus. Pascal could come alive and get in, you give you 20-plus. Danny Green. He's Starfield been averaging threes. 20 points Danny's per game. came alive, which is crazy. So, who did? Danny. Oh, that was game three. Game yeah. four, yeah. he was. Yeah, he, was, he did he, nothing again. He hit that one <laughs> shot. That one shot. One it was a big one, though. But one, he hit that one, one shot. One for seven from three. Um, it's hard for me not to think back on that Draymond Green-Kevin Durant argument now. You remember when they got into it, oh, and then Draymond said, "We won without you. We can. I mean, we won without you at first. We can do it again." Right. I don't I think mean, that, it's not the same in the sense that that team. It's just what they were before when they did win without them. They had more. They were much more deeper. Yeah. Yes. Very. And deep. the thing is, like I say, I don't think they ever needed KD. They were already a great team before him. But if they could substitute him, because they what really he did is he just. He took over for them not having that depth. Mm-hmm. Now you at least had at least two super, almost superstars in the in the um, in the starting lineup or on the court at all times. You don't have to worry about because when Clay Thompson went to that bench and they just literally focused all on Curry, that four, that box they couldn't do right. anything. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't. Steph Curry couldn't get it going. I knew I still had like twenty eight, but he had missed majority of his threes, which they kind of needed. He missed a bad one down the stretch and. Yeah, when you look back at that sign with Kevin Durant, obviously they would do it again 100% of the time because it's Kevin Durant, yeah. but they had to give up so much. And when I say so much, it's not like they had an all-star right. coming off their bench, but they had players like Barbosa who Barnes. say what you say what you want, he was a he was a good player the off Brazilian the bench. Yeah. Blair. They could use a player like Barbosa right now. Right. Um and of course they gave up Harrison Barnes who didn't do anything in that finals run anyway, but they don't have that off their bench right now. They have nothing. Sean Livingston comes into the game Sean and I'm Livingston, like, Sean, guard him. Yeah, Sean Livingston just makes me mad on the court because it's literally nothing he can do offensively. Him and Ben Simmons hit the same amount of threes as you. Zero? Did they, did, they <laughs> t- did they attempt the same amount? 
Because I think Ben Simmons shot that one half-court shot, and he was 0 for 1 for the season. Uh, let's see if Charlotte Livingston ever attempted it. Because <laughs> like, he doesn't even look at the three-point shot. That's you why just, I don't understand why he be guarded out there sometimes. You know his game. He's going to try to get get you to that post in that mid-range area. He's going to try to shoot over you or, he or reverse. He's cool mid-range jumpers. Some of his mid-range and that's jumpers. hard to do over a long Raptors team. Usually when he does that, it's a guard on him yep. or somebody smaller. But it's maybe Danny Green or Kawhi Leonard on him. So it's like... That's not even a good shot no more. But we found out he has the sharpest elbows in the NBA. He took yeah. two of them. He took two threes this season. Yeah. I bet they were like half court chucks. I bet they was not in the flow of the offense. <laughs> he Ain't don't no even. He don't even. That. I don't even know if he looks at the, the three most when he threes the ball. he's ever attempted was sixteen. He shot thirty one percent. Go back to that Sean Livingston. Right. That's what they need right now. That's twenty one year old Sean Livingston. Oh, that was hyped up Sean Livingston before the injury Sean Livingston. Yeah. So. Um, a guy that they could really use, again, their bench is trash, but a guy that they could really use to step up is Quinn Cook. He did in game three, even though they still lost. Oh, no, no, that was game two I'm thinking about, right? He had those two big threes. Yeah, yeah that was game two. That was game two, and that's the game that they won. They need somebody to come off their bench and hit shots, hit threes. Mm-hmm. Jonas Gurepko, unplayable. He didn't even play. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Bell's back to zero minutes even though because he wasn't doing anything anyway. Alfonso McKinney, he tries his best. He gets some boards here and there. but he's, he's a, Yeah, he's, a, the, the problem he's is an energy it, guy. The problem is like – they do have some people like Quinn Cook who can be put into the game to just stretch the floor. They did that when they were running that box in one. They put him in the game so he could try to help that out. But now you're putting so much pressure on Quinn Cook to hit that open three. Who hasn't been involved yeah. in – Right. That, they have so many suspect jump shooters that the shooters that can shoot, they're going to get hands in their face. I yeah. just think they have too many players that are just like unplayable. Yeah, that's what it boils down to the, at the end of the day. And the Raptors have seven, eight strong that you you feel confident when yep, going yep. out with. Because so, in game three, I think like all starters had at least 17, right? Uh, for the Raps? I think, I believe so. Um, it was something like that. Or they had seven play, or several players in double figures. They had 106, I think so, they had 106 points as their starting the, the Warriors can't really sense. do that. Okay. They no. don't have anybody. Iguodala hasn't even hit the three. Well, he might have one three, but the last big three he hit was the game winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like... I don't know. That, that's all. I mean, that's kind of always been the Warriors, though. Draymond has never been a score. Iggy but, hasn't either. Except for game seven. But it's not even like just. It's, it's not even the scoring. The it's literally Draymond like they're not guarding. Iggy that makes them really good, though, is to have those guys around them. Yeah. So if you take away a Clay and you take away a Durant, then yeah, they're going to struggle. Like those injuries are a big part of this. A credit right. to the Raptors. They are. They're doing what they're supposed to do. You take if, if any. There is no excuses at this point. If somebody get hurt, that's a part of the game. So I tip my hat for them. Uh, taking advantage of it and, and doing what they're supposed to do yeah, because they, we'd all be laughing at right. them right now if they were down 3-1 with right. these injuries. They can only play against who's on the court. Yeah, so, but I'm, I can't sit up here and just, you know, pick apart the Warriors because mm-hmm. they've had significant injuries. If they, if, if they were healthy, this would be a, a totally different series and it would be a totally different conversation. Right. Them shots that um, Iguodala and Draymond taking most of the time, this is going to be KD taking Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kevin Durant so, right there. And, and then they're not living with those. did miss a game. Clay, yeah. as, as tough as it is already not having Kevin Durant, you lose uh, Clay and Looney. So, I mean, I would, it, I would have just tough. loved to see the KD Kawhi matchup in the finals. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're going to get that. No. Unfortunately. I think it's some worse than, with him. Because it seems like he would have been back if it was just a calf strain. <laughs> yeah, because they said that his team is the one taking care of him. It's not the Warriors trainers or anything. It's Kevin Durant's personal trainer. So, and he always still has some like on his leg, yeah, like a boot or something. Yeah, it's, it's, come on now, he ain't played since. Because they tried to do have him warm series. up and everything, yeah. and it was like it's, he's just not good enough to go. 
Um, but I got to give so much credit to Nick Nurse because he is out coaching Steve Kerr by a lot. Again, what PS said is 100% true that the, the Warriors have a lot of injuries, so it makes it a little more easier to scheme for because Kevin Durant is not there. You throw a box of one on Stephen Curry when he's got Sean Livingston out there and he's got all these non shooters. It's so much, it's easier for the team to do it. But um, Nick Nurse has just been <clears throat> incredible from his rotations to his defensive schemes, even to his offensive schemes. They've been great. They're, they have played like the perfect series so far, even though they're, they that rota- that one game. The rotations one was definitely on point because he loves to roll with people that's hot. And if Serge Ibaka is playing well, he'll leave him in the game. Yes. If Fred Van Fleet is playing, he'll leave him in the game. Yep. He, he does and not he still find show favorites and, at all. Yep. And that gives time for Kawhi to rest. Yes. He, he literally went to the two big lineup of Ibaka and Gasol, which and really worked, worked perfectly. For them. Yeah. It worked perfectly. They killed the offensive boards with that lineup. I got to give. Um, I got to get credit to Kyle Lowry in that game three. That was the game after I said that they should start Fred Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. He came out and shut me up. Five for nine from three. All of those threes were timely. Uh, big answering threes to anything the Warriors tried to do. Because uh, Steph Curry did get in his bag in game three. Yes, he yeah. did get in his bag. It was fun it was, to watch, too. Yeah, and it was looking like, oh, okay. But then time after time, Lowry would hit a three. Uh, Danny Green might have hit a three or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hit six threes. Yeah, he had, so, he had his night. Yeah, this is the game. Yeah, this is the game where everybody had seventeen plus. Mike, this is, that that was true. Yeah, Lowry twenty three, Green eighteen, Gasol seventeen, uh, Pascal eighteen, Kawhi had thirty. There's no way you can um, beat that team if, and, if they're all playing like that. Listen to the percentages. Uh, Lowry shot fifty percent. Danny Green shot sixty. Marcus Gasol shot fifty four. Mm-hmm. Siakam shot fifty. <laughs> Leonard shot fifty two from the field. So they all shot 50% or better from the field. <laughs> and then Ibaka and Fred Van Fleet also came off the bench and shot 50% from the field. Mm-hmm. So they really came out and shot the ball really well in a game that you had to take advantage of. No Clay Thompson, no Kevon Looney. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know, the Warriors are man down, but it takes a real team to not settle or to not fumble it and take advantage of it. And they really did. All of their starters and their two key guys off the bench shot 50% from the field. That is ridiculous. That is crazy. Go to say defense, that game three was terrible. And well, that was missing, part of missing Clay Thompson they were and Kevin Lewis. Three of their best defenders. Yeah, they were they were giving up layups. And also Danny Green hit some amazing shots that game. Yeah, he did. Like Kawhi came into this franchise and just changed things completely. Yeah. Y'all saw the clip of after the game, they were walking through the tunnel and nobody was smiling. They were all about their business. They're up three one and nobody's celebrating. They're like, We got one more. Because they know. They know. They know. They know they, they know. got one more. They know who they're playing against. And I respect that a lot. And I like that. That's the way to do it. That is the exact way. It ain't over until it's over. That's why Kawhi is probably a good leader for them mm-hmm. because like this is the, the the Warriors are the wrong team to get excited about. I I've, I did it all series against the Blazers in each game. Oh, they down seventeen. This could be it. Might, we might hit, have a different finals. Damian Lillard gonna take the nope. <laughs> right right after that you know, the third quarter or the fourth quarter comes the magical run and, and it's the same thing here. They could definitely hit a switch. And shots could start falling ridiculously for Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we hear talking about game, game seven, seven. Who are y'all picking? Right. It could definitely be that way. And mysteriously, Kevin Durant pops up out of the bed feeling good. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But this mm-hmm. is the Warriors team is the last team I would get excited about until we are lifting that trophy up. So I think that's a good mindset to have. They asked Kawhi Leonard, what would a championship mean? He said, you got to ask somebody <laughs> on the street. <laughs> you got to go ask one of the fans. Bro, that man just <laughs> loves basketball. He don't care about nothing else. He just wants. He just plays basketball. He do. And, and that's because he followed one separate rule. War man gets paid. War man gets paid. <laughs> and he's been bored the hell up, too. Yeah, he had to wear 
Oh man, Kawhi is just a hilarious guy, man. He really is. Since he started like talking to media, his responses are just like hilarious, comical. <laughs> you know they they crashed the New Balance site because they dropped those shirts that said "Fun Guy." Oh, the whole site crashed because everybody wanted a Fun Guy shirt. Yeah, Kawhi. He's becoming a fan favorite. He's he's definitely uh, you know not so typical marketing guy but it's definitely definitely been fun to watch him with the cameras in his face on this big stage um and his run has been incredible yeah yeah I'm that game four in that third quarter that's like the superstar that that's what it really means to be a superstar that you yeah. can perform at Facts. that level yep because that they literally gave him the ball and, and told him to get a bucket and, yeah. and everything, everything 17, went through 17, 17 in the third quarter most 30 point games on a roll single postseason nba history he is second trailing the one guy that they've been disrespecting by saying he's better than which is kobe breen bryant kobe has nine 30 point games on the road in a postseason Kawhi has eight and if they win monday um, he won't get a chance to go back on a road to. But I, I can go even deeper than that. He scored thirty plus in the playoffs so far, fourteen out of twenty two games. That's crazy. That is insane. To, and that ties LeBron from twenty seventeen, and it ties Allen Iverson in 20, 20, 2001 when he made it to the finals to go against that Lakers team. And it's tough too because this this Raptors team they've been really good, but they haven't always shot well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the times where he's picked them up, that's crazy. It's been needed. Yeah, it's been needed. Um, and you still when think I, about that shot against Philly? Like, yeah, that's what Joel Embiid was referring to. Like they were that close, that one shot away from. Oh, okay. but um, when I when I say to y'all, 2019 Raptors, what's like the first thing that comes to y'all? What are their identity to y'all? <sighs> I don't know. Still face assassins. Yeah. yeah. Are they on? Are, are they? Like the Detroit Pistons that beat the Lakers, are they like a de- our defensive? I was I, I thought about that. I thought about I've heard that, yeah. that comparison a decent amount. Yeah, but, but the, they the have a superstar. They have a superstar. I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm saying from the defensive perspective. From defense yeah. perspective, for sure, because they've been the best team defensively in the playoffs. Um, so 100. percent I just like the first first defensive team, or is it is it Spurs to y'all a defensive first team that won in 2014? That team that the he team was that on. beat the that beat yeah. LeBron yeah, yeah. that um, that team is re- very good defensively but I think they shot really well from the field especially in that final well, that was that Danny Green, Green series yeah. they shot very well from that finals and that kind of led to their demise but, but that yeah, Mavs team that beat LeBron also was very good defensively also I was rewatching that series recently I for, like it's crazy that that was in 2011 it seemed like so long ago but 2011 is not that long ago so many things I just completely forgot happened in that series but it was a great one um, Tyson but, Chandler. Don't ever forget it. When John I, Marion. <clears throat> Paige Stoyakovich is on that team, too. Um, when I think about this Raptors team, if they do win, if they do win, I'm going to look at it as one of the best trades in NBA history. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Even if he decides to walk in free agency. Definitely. It was it's, worth it's it. Well, it was worth it. 100%. It was worth it. Don't care about that. any of that, bro. Don't care about Oh, I think they should care just a little bit. Y'all don't, want stress, back. don't stress yourself. Of course they want to back, yeah. but I wouldn't stress myself about it. We get the ring. We you know got why? The ring, and it's, it is what it is. Because OG is still rehabbing, and he's going to be y'all Kawhi next season if Kawhi leaves. Simple. There y'all go. Or Pascal's going to be a star next season, all star caliber player. He should be an all star. Star. Yeah. Y'all would have to replace y'all have to replace Kawhi with like a Boyan. Speaking of place replacing somebody with Boyan, um, reports came out that the Spurs are looking to move DeMar DeRozan for Boyan. What? To try to sign Boyan. And that's that's from a real source. Let me get the actual 
thing out you there. Boban. Uh, no, Bojan Bogdanovic from Somebody the Pacers, and that's Boban. from Bobby Marks. <laughs> and Bobby Marks is is a reliable guy. So we could see a situation where Demar Derozan gets traded again. I, I would kind of like that. Yeah, it, he just let him get away from that. that it just don't fit narrative. Yeah, it, it don't fit. The Spurs thing don't fit right now. With him and LaMarcus. What you got to say about that Spurs guy? I'd rather see them both play together. Who? Bojan and DeRozan. <clears throat> I feel like they would be a good matchup to go against. Because it would give DeRozan more space. How would y'all get him then? Isn't he a free agent? Yeah, but you need money. <laughs> yeah. And they ain't got that. Yeah, well, they, they definitely going to need LaMarcus With DeJounte contract. Murray coming back, they going to need some shooting. That's facts. Yeah. I think their team's going to be decent regardless of what they do. Yeah, I think so, too. DeJounte like come back. Then Derek White with another year under his belt. You still got Patty Mills. That boy Patty Mills <laughs> making his bank because he got – was he a 2016 contract, too? Because his contract is pretty huge. After. They just got respect for Patty Mills, I guess. He's is a fan favorite. They love him. In Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka outscored the Warriors on their own in the third quarter, with combining for 24 points. And 21 for the for the Warriors. Warriors went on a 37 to 21 quarter, including a 20 to 6 run over the final five and five minutes and 11 seconds to take a 12 point lead into the fourth. If I gave you a hundred dollars and told you you had to make a bet, mm-hmm. are you betting that the series is over? As far as like the next game, that this, or this, that the, the Raptors, Raptors got have it. this beat, they're up three one. They need one more win mm-hmm. out of four. Would you bet your hundred dollars that they do it? If I if if I was just random I man agree. on the street, I'd say right. yeah, I'm yeah. taking that bet. Out of three, if you, out of three, if you, if you, the whole thing for the Warriors that they got going on is obviously the players they have Steph Curry, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson, but it's it's basically their experience in the history that they've been there. But cool. if you were just the Golden State Warriors, the Raptors got some experience too. This yeah. ain't like no rookie team. I mean, as I'm not no this finals experience. I'm, yes, I'm talking about the. This is almost a three. They're on the brink of a three peak, or right. they were. Uh-huh. This is a very experienced team. But if you were just watching from this series, if you didn't even watch basketball, you would take the Raptors, no doubt. Right. They've been the better team, and they've defensively they really put the pressure on I mean, the Warriors. You so you drop your hunters. You probably take the Raptors because they, they this three one. Common sense. <laughs> I mean, it's literally <laughs> the odds are in their favor. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying, even from like, even from going into Game Four, it's I know like betting odds. Really, the Warriors were up close to win by like four or something. That was the the, the difference. Under, or whatever. But under. the Raptors yep. were literally coming to this game, like you said, complete. And they have several people that can literally contribute, even when their Kawhi Leonard is maybe only scores twenty points. So, but that's why they would yeah. give, they, we would pick them. They're up three one. The Warriors are banged up. Right, well, to answer this question, I'm taking the Raptors because right. that's probably yeah. the smartest way to go. I would take the Raptors. I would take the Raptors too, to be honest. Just because we're surprised about how well their role players have stepped up. In these finals, I'm curious. Common sense would tell I'm gonna me look to take at, the Raptors because the Warriors are banged up and it's three um, one, and they're going back home. I'm going to look at the the actual <laughs> odds, <laughs> but I'm going to go Warriors because a hundred dollars is whatever. I'll just mysteriously because you can flip that hundred dollars depending on what the line is for the series. I um, want to see some magical stuff happen. I was rooting for the, the Cavs to come back three one, so I'm gonna root again for another three one. Wow, for game for game five, the Raptors are a very heavy favorite. So I may drop some money on the Warriors. Harry favors like what? Uh, they are minus one fifty. Which is, I mean, I guess it's not heavy favors, <laughs> but you can turn that into some decent money depending on how much how much you bet on it. Um, but I want to see the entire line for the series. That's what I want to see. Forget this one by game by game thing. I yeah, want to see. Because I, I got a couple hundred to play with. I'll risk it if I can get a nice reward from it. Um. 
Well, y'all, y'all can keep talking. The one the time, time I root for the Warriors, then they gonna fail me. The one time I rooted against y'all for the past ninety mm-hmm. years. Oh, FIBA Cup no, odds no, are no. out. <laughs> yeah, of course you take a literal FIBA Cup I odds a, are out. You know what's crazy? I was a Warrior fan. For a little split second with the We Believe. I love that team. Yeah, I like Steven that team, Jackson, too. Jackson, Monte Ellis, Baron Davis. Ooh, and they was going to uh, – Karolinko was one of my favorites at the time. They was going up against the Jazz, Darren Williams, Boozer. That was some good basketball. That's crazy. That team has always been exciting to watch for right. years, the Warriors. They've always just been like an exciting team, yeah, that team was, full of offense. I love that team. Al Harrington. They just had a bunch of weed-smoking <laughs> – Always about to get suspended players that just hooping. And Don Nelson was playing small ball at the time when small ball wasn't popular. They had Beadrians. They had Michael Petrius off the bench, Matt Barnes. Everybody on that team smoked weed. Damn. Lately, <laughs> lately, what I've been doing, like in the mornings, is I've been waking up so early for some reason. I'll sit in the living room and watch like throwback games mm-hmm. of like stuff I don't remember. So I was <clears> watching the 2002 Suns play yesterday. And I understand why Steve Nash won the MVP over Kobe. I know it wasn't two thousand. Was it two thousand two? Yeah. I understand the why he won. Would I voted for him? Probably not. But I understand it. It don't seem too far. Steve Nash from Africa. Um, it don't even seem far far fetched. Or maybe it was two thousand five. I'm thinking about. Has to be against yeah. the Spurs. It was a game against the Spurs. It was the best offensive team versus the best defensive team, and it was a good game. And Steve Nash impact was crazy because when he was out of the game, they couldn't do anything. <sighs> if only that would have translated to finals appearances or something. But Suns never could. Don't disrespect our co. He's our coworker at this point. We love you, Steve Nash. I love Nash. Steve Nash. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody our coworker now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Kobe was averaging 35 points. Come on now. All right. So if you bet a hundred dollars on the Warriors to win this series, and they do, you'll end up with 550 bucks. So if I bet it, what? If you bet a hundred dollars on the Warriors to win this series, you'll end up with 550 bucks. I might have to do. I don't know if that's a good investment. I might just do it just because why not? Oh, so you just don't care about the yeah. money, huh? You, you know what I mean, I mean no. you said $100? $100 turned into 500 If they win, they got to yeah, win I mean, three in a row. If you lose, you just lose 100 I like my money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying 1000 if, but if you did drop a thousand, then you you feel me? Then you talking don't, don't five thousand. Don't put me in that position where I got to think about it. Uh, what's the next <laughs> bit of news? Are we talk about the trade? That- Alan Crab. Is on the move, and he's not happy about it. But anyway, the Nets send Alan Crabb, their number 17 pick, and a protected 2020 first-round pick, which is a protected 1-14, through 14, to the Hawks for Torian Prince and the 2021 second-rounder. Yep. So now the Nets have roughly $68 million in cap space for this summer. Mm-hmm. That's enough to sign two max players. Two max players that are under... Ten years of experience is super important. Tier maximum salary, approximately thirty-two point seven million. Um, they don't have enough to sign Kevin Durant right. and one of the former stars. They, they would have to trade Spencer Dinwiddie or Joe Harris to or f- move Torian Prince again. Mm-hmm. So they shouldn't um, have no problem doing that if that was the case. Some team would yeah. definitely take Joe yeah. Harris. He was just the, basically yeah. one of the, the best three-point shooters and in the, the league. Suns. You might could talk to the Suns about Spencer. Dinwiddie. About Spencer Dinwiddie, you get back. Nothing. Um, Just take this <laughs> uh, Russell takes up $21.1 million of the team's cat room. Uh, they'll have 47.4 to spend on other players after they pay Russell up to $27.3 million if they decide to keep him. Mm-hmm. That's enough cap space to sign a single max player plus another $10.2 million to $15.6 million for other free agents or to possibly re-sign Ed Davis, Damari Carroll, Ronnie Hollis-Jefferson, or Jared Dudley. Um, but giving up the pick... 
kind of takes them out of the K, uh, AD trade scenarios because mm-hmm. which makes sense. I, I don't even know yeah. if they were a real place anyway. Right. right. If um, you're um, D'Angelo Russell, do you want to play with Kyrie Irving? I wouldn't mind it. I don't think he'll mind it, but from a building a team standpoint, I wouldn't personally want them on the court together at the same time. He just played with um, he was playing with Spencer with Dinwiddie and, a bunch and Kyrie Irving. So, I mean, it's not Kyrie, that's not Kyrie Irving though. Yeah, but that, I mean, there's guys that are going to take the ball out of his hands a little. Oh, bit. I went. I was thinking more on the defensive side of the ball, not like I, two player, two I'm, ball dominant players can coexist. I know that's you also looking from it from a. He asked D'Angelo Russell, mind playing it. You looking from it? I'm gonna look from a GM's I don't think, point. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell ain't thinking about. Yeah, I think he just want his bag, bro. Right. So no matter who he's playing with, and I think Kyrie would be, you know, probably be decent for him. You know, another All Star player there. Um, I think they'd much rather. Uh, I can't. I can't speak on yeah, it. I don't, I don't know, know what Sean Marks is thinking, but it's, it's hard to put that in like the situation. If I was building that team. I would try to continue to have D'Angelo Russell because I think they built something nice there. Mm-hmm. And I use that other max spot to try to get a wing player other than getting another mm-hmm. guard personally. Me I think too. yeah, I think that's yeah. the, the best way to go about it. It seems like it's already built up as like that's D'Angelo Russell's team. And I, I feel would, like it would just bring like a clash once you bring in like a Kyrie. But I, I would much rather have Kyrie and KD together over D'Angelo Russell in a, in a thousand years. I think every team yeah. that wants Kyrie kind of would want KD with them. Yeah, I don't think... I think what we saw is that Kyrie can't be your one. You know what I'm saying? He, he no, he just can't be the person that's responsible for or that's responsible for facilitating the ball. I think so. I know he could he could always pass the ball, but I, but I think if he's Kyrie got that mode that he's just scoring alone, because the, the Boston situation was such a weird, tough, toxic place that I, I just want to see him. Have was it toxic chance. because of him? It kind of was, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, the situation he was throwing in kind of made it toxic because he came to the situation. He wanted to be out of Cleveland. He got Boston. He was there. He, he didn't. Even, he, didn't he didn't. Also, Boston wasn't on his list. Wasn't on his list. But okay, he goes there. That's part of the business when you ask for a trade. So boom, you go there. You got Gordon Hayward. You got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are young. Nobody knows what to expect from them yet. Um, Al Horford, solid team. People were calling Brad Stevens a top three coach, mm-hmm. top two coach at the time. Cool. Gordon Hayward, first game. Done. Thank you, Kyrie, for the pass. Um, <laughs> done. Kyrie Irving later on gets hurt himself. Now, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, all these dudes step up, go crazy, and the Eastern Conference was weak as hell then as par- uh, compared to now. So they had a nice little run. And then all this conversation was, are they better without him? So now he has to come with, with the – the burdens of playing with a new team because he never really got a chance to play with Gordon Hayward. He never got the chance to play with Tatum and them a bunch. Um, then they all found confidence and roles in themselves with him being gone. So now you got to come back, adjust to playing with them, and just his presence alone is causing friction. He don't have. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's really no real beef between him and Terry Rozier, but there's beef just because Terry Rozier got confidence and found a role for himself. But now that Kyrie is healthy and he has to get his minutes back, now Terry Rozier feels the type of way. Yep. So that automatically makes it toxic without Kyrie even doing anything. Now, could he have handled himself better with the media and his answers and if y'all have me back or 100%. I don't want anybody's shit? Yeah. yeah, he could have. But, you know, it's an emotional roller coaster. You go from being the guy, yes, that we have Kyrie, to now. Everybody's Everybody wants to be better gone. without you, mm-hmm. and now they want him gone. So it was tough. It was real tough. So I would love to see him. I would love to see him and somebody team up, of course, just mm-hmm. because, you know. That's how you win games in yeah, 2019. And, and it balances the league. 
because everybody else is kind of teaming up one way or another. But if he was to go to Brooklyn alone, I would lo- I would love to see what happens because I think it would be a fresh start, another opportunity, and I would love him to come in there, let the Boston shit go, and prove himself that he could be a guy that could really be a number one. And D'Angelo Russell would be a nice number two for him, and I feel like that team is more in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's like Kyrie would be here, Russell would be here, and then everybody else would fall in line instead of having all of these who was the guy – you know what I mean? Right. Who was this? Who was that? And it would be. I, just but I'm better. curious to see when Kyrie goes to whatever team he does. And the Nets, not to cut you off, the Nets' expectations compared to the Celtics would be a lot different. That was my question. That was my question. We we can stick with the Nets. So if he does sign with the Nets and say they don't even play well, and it's kind of the same situation in Boston where they're going slumps, where they go on a winning streak, they go on a losing streak, and it just gets back to the point where people are saying like. Is he the one affecting this team? Because mm-hmm. what's the expectation if they did just have they added Kyrie Irving to the mix to the team? It's probably like a you know they probably, should be what's a the top, top six home, seed. I think home top, court like around that top four. Yeah, yeah. Court, so man. somewhere around that. What if the expectations don't get like that? You know, I just want to see how he's going to handle it. I'm not saying that what he did in Boston that's just him forever. Because obviously we could change as a person, right? Yeah, he he could have a new you know a new situation could change the way he acts. I think it wasn't. I think the situation would be a lot different because again the expectations. Boston, right. a lot of Boston fans expected for some odd reason. We went on. We went to the Eastern Conference Finals without Gordon Hayward and Kyrie. We just add them, and now we're a championship team. That really just that logic is not mm-hmm. good because when you add them, you take away from other people, which is the point. That was trying to be stressed the whole offseason to Celtics fans, but they didn't want to hear it. And it wasn't just Celtics fans. Somebody yeah. at this table guaranteed that yeah. they were coming back. So, and then he also guaranteed what did he also the same season offseason <laughs> came around. He guaranteed what about them that they were about to get <laughs> mopped the floor with or something like that. <laughs> oh, hey. both, both flipped up and then a sandal. But yeah, one of them came the, true because one the expectations were so high for the Celtics. I think them having their slumps. Was a big problem, but if the, if the, if he goes to the Nets and they have the same team and it's just him and D'Angelo Russell leading the team and it's like it's gonna be like a fun young team. Do you trade Spencer Dinwiddie at that point? You, I, I don't know because you that would be your backcourt yeah. and he could still come off the bench. But with Karis LeVert, um, throw Karis to the three. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, when you put Joe Harris, Harris is very good. Joe Harris at the three. <clears throat> You I have, don't know. Cares is very, very but good. Th- man. These are good problems to have, right? This, you yeah. have so much different things to do, but also <laughs> but, it's the problem. Celtics, but, but, yeah, problem, the problem Celtics, the Celtics. But, <laughs> but I mean, here's the, ver- the the reason with the, with the problem with the Celtics is they had everybody that was. I think you said shot creators. Oh no, they had makers. untapped, but they haven't tapped their full potential. They all were trying to reach their full potential, and Kyrie Irving was kind of slowing that down. They all thought they had star potential, but he they couldn't reach that playing alongside. Yeah, Karis LeVert ain't really had a Jason Tatum type stretch that Jason Tatum had in the playoffs. You know, he was on like a, a crazy. All, yeah, run. he was so, like on all star uh, level. Gordon Hayward already's been an all star. Was an all star level player. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get back to that. Terry Rozier, oh my gosh, y'all were saying he should have been a starting point somebody guard. Somebody had him Someone's, top, th- oh top 10 gosh. point guard in the league. Yeah. He, was at the, he was at the time. Yeah, no, he somebody, he somebody had no the hell he was, he was, was not. He was at the time. He no, was, was at the time. No, the hell he was not. Just say you screwed that one up, bro. And some one fan accused me of saying it recently. Yeah, yeah, he did. I saw it. Did you correct him? No, I just let it. No, you should have corrected You should never take take fault for that stupidity. You had him over. Who you have him over? You had him over Eric Bledsoe. You had him over Mike Conley. You had him over um, a lot of starting point a lot guards. of good starting point guards. You had Terry Rozier over, and Terry Rozier came out and laid an egg for eighty two games plus the playoffs. That's because he had Kyrie in front of him. 
That is crazy. <laughs> that is really, really crazy. The Brooklyn Nets got that bench mob. So they, they feel like a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Even yeah. though a lot of those players are free agents, as you talked to, talked about earlier, they seem like a brotherhood. And that Celtics team did not. They dance on the sideline. Yeah, somebody. the best, the best <laughs> bench they, mob they in the young, league. They young, they fun, they ain't really this got team, no pressure. I think this They're, team would definitely be just more willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, because... Terry Rozier wanted those big minutes, mm-hmm. obviously because he loves basketball, and also because he had a payday coming Man, up. Yep. And then on the Nets, you had you read all the free agents. They got like four or five guys that are free agents, but instead of them whining about minutes or trying to outshow themselves, they all played their role perfectly, and they made the playoffs because of it. And Ed Davis is going to do that. Regardless. Uh, another thing. Who? Ed Davis. <laughs> Ed Davis is that guy, man. Yeah, he like, is. But it's just funny that he pointed him out. Um <laughs> But the, I think the main difference is the pressure, the expectations. It's so it's so different when you just playing and there's like it's whatever. They 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 exceeded expectations. Yeah. that's last season. That's why I'm saying with that expectations of a Kyrie Irving and it don't fulfills. But I the expectation will never be as high as the Celtics. Oh no doubt. Yeah. Right. So I, it, unless they get KD with. Them. I mean, if, if they if they expect they get KD with them, I'm sure they'll be in a damn bright boat. And I think he's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if the expectation is to be a four C and eight a six, I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal. Right. But if the expectation was, hey, the Nets are gonna be the number one seed and this and that, and then they end up as four or five, then yeah. But as long as you don't have that championship aspiration or that crazy expectation, where you and they, they expectation was so high and they had a young roster, mm-hmm. like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those guys are young, very very young. Um, and I think most people kind of not that they forgot about it, they just didn't care about it after that run, they after had the a playoff lot run. Going on. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot going on. Terry Ogier's playing for his bag. Uh, Marcus Smart just got his bag. Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving is also a free was a free agent. Terry Rozier, uh, I mean Gordon Hayward wants to pr- come back and prove that he's back to his normal self. And you also got Marcus whole, Smart is a free agent. Um, you also had the whole "Am I going to get traded this offseason for Anthony Davis?" <laughs> thing in their head, yeah. like just like the Lakers said, like that right. that that may have been the fall of the Lakers <laughs> at the end of the day. That those young players are like, man, I got to go to New Orleans maybe. New Orleans over L.A. You know, I've been in L.A. for, and now I'm going to New Orleans. I don't know. But let's look at the opposite side of this trade because now the Hawks have three first-round picks and, like, three second-round picks, too. Yep. And there's rumors that they're willing to to make some changes, trade down, trade up, because yes. they're trying to get their future assets going. Um, what's his name? Travis Slank. He's mm-hmm. the GM of the team. He's doing a great job. The Hawks are in a real good position. Yes, they are. They started their drafting well. They're picking up future assets. Mm -hmm. And I think they're really just kind of sticking to who they are, and they're not trying to jump out and grab somebody that they think can just help them for a year or two. They're really just trying to stick with their team and build up on the ground up. I read a report that they feel like they have a chance at Klay Thompson. At Um, Klay Thompson? Yeah. Uh, if he was the, you know what? That would be a perfect. Yeah. Clay Thompson fit on any team. It would you be. know Clay Thompson fit any team. That happened on two. That happens on two K all the time. And you know what? They always make the playoffs the next year. Hell yeah, <laughs> they're in a great position. Uh, Tim, I said last year the draft they were the winners to me because they they had a plan, they stuck to it, and they executed. They got Trey Young, they got Kevin Herter, they got Amari Spellman. Um, in this draft, they got another three picks. This time, I think they're going to look definitely uh, to potentially pairing those picks in some type of trade because you don't ever want to have six picks. What, wasn't there a rumor to they were trying to move up to three? Um, With their three seven, five, their seven, ten, and now seventeen. Um, Do they yeah, get the job eight, done? Ten and seventeen. Eight, ten. Right, we have seven. Um, yeah, we have seven. Do they get the job done for who? 
The Knicks. Oh, we good. We good. <laughs> we good. Don't worry about my. They're good. <laughs> Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> um, Don't worry about my Knicks. They're good. Marshall. Uh, hey, if y'all know where that line come from, please put it in the comment. Well, y'all gonna you're gonna Google, Google it. it. Yeah, they gonna Google it. Um, but Torian Prince was a guy that Travis like then, then draft I himself. Liked, I like. That's another thing about the Nets that they got. I like him. Yeah, I like him. I if, feel like he fits perfectly. Yeah, because who was their wing? Who are we Joe talking Harris. about? Oh, Joe, Joe Harris. Harrison and Karis LeVert. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who's more of a four in a three's yeah. body. And, you know. So, Torian wow. Prince makes some shots. Mm-hmm. His defense is not completely untapped just yet, but he's still, what, 24? Yeah. And then he yeah. came into he, the league He had late. definitely a whole bunch of stretches where he was scoring like 20-plus points, though. Mm-hmm. So, he could, he could definitely fill he's it a, up. He, pl- he plays good basketball. Mm-hmm. And for a team that's trying to sign two max players, a guy like Torian Prince to potentially come off your bench and play big minutes could be, could be clutch. And you can also start him. And you, you can, can also trade start. him if you want to free up that money to go get Kevin Durant at the full price that he would want. Um, so I think we just have to see what the Hawks do with their picks. Are they keeping them all? Are they using them? Because having six rookies coming to your not, team, it's not – yeah, it's almost impossible for these, to like, For these uh, – at least the top teams that want to compete, it's so underrated just picking up somebody of like a 20 Prince. Somebody just that caliber player versus such all just the big names. We all yeah. want the big names. But there's a lot of players in this league that just can fit their role and do just almost as good. And just just with that, he's on a, such a bad co- small contract. He's yeah. still on his rookie contract. That's another good positive. So to if, it. it fits perfectly, I think this could be a trade where both team wins. We still just have to see what the Hawks do with those picks. But on paper, the Brooklyn Nets get their two max spots, and then the Atlanta Hawks get more future assets at the end of the day. And I think that that's exactly what both teams want to do. But the trade can be an official to I think what. July. July first because so, the uh, Hawks don't have the cap space. So this is like the earliest I've seen a report. For, I, I know it's not official until the end, but it's the earliest I've seen a report of a trade happening. Yeah, when I saw it, it I was like, me. "What?" Yeah, yeah, they had made a, something. A, a report came out like during the playoffs, like teams can now officially do trades, um, but it won't be official till July. So I've been looking for something to happen. Um, I'm really interested to see what happened with the Anthony season. Davis thing. Oh, yeah. Because now that Ky- Kyrie was a guy he was supposed to be trying to team up with, and Kyrie is kind of looking mm-hmm. at Boston. I mean, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, <clears throat> is he just destined to go to the Lakers? Is, is, I, I literally think it's like, like the best place for him to go. And it's the best or, team that has the it, assets. Yeah, it's for literally him. the assets, too. And I don't know the reason why the Pelicans really hold it. Well, it's that pride it. thing. They don't want, they feel like. Yeah. Rich Paul and LeBron, and they call. They know they're gonna have to go through Anthony Davis in the playoffs in the future too. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I do think the Lakers package is probably the best one, but another reason, not just because they're bitter, is because they're um, in the same conference. No, no, deeper than that. Um, Brandon Ingram has those blood clock injuries that we don't uh, yeah. we don't really know about. Right. Alonzo Ball's father has already expressed the <laughs> fact that he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and, and Alonzo's always hurt. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't have a motivated player. Do you really want him? You know, so mm-hmm. there are some leaning factors other than the fact that oh, here's here's three young players right. that can grow and to be great. There are other things that they could be worried about as well. Is all I'm saying. That mm-hmm. was my point as to why they, they would take the Knicks thing because on paper, of course, all the Lakers players are blow the Knicks players out of the water. There's no comparison. Brandon Ingram is better than Knox. Lonzo is better than Robinson. Blah blah blah. But you would be able to bring in Zion's buddy RJ. From the get go, to make him happy, please him, and you're good. You get, and then you got the young players, and you can trade Holiday. You get the two future picks from the Mavericks that we have. But um, 
Yeah. From the Pelican standpoint of view, even if it's not with the Lakers, I'm just kind of looking to get this over with. I'm ready to kind of Thank move you. on to the Thank next. You. Move on I, to the I, next I chapter with it. I agree. You know, I'm I tired of him going in and trying to bring Anthony Davis back yeah. so he could wait a couple of years. When he, yeah. it was a year or two ago, when he said, "I'm not trying to wait. I want to yeah. win." So uh, they need to get something done. I agree because he's don't think not getting you wanna, younger. I don't think you want to bring Zion into that mix anyway. You want to let Zion have his rookie campaign be all about him. You don't want to have to have him answering about Anthony Davis after his games. Imagine him having like a triple double, his first triple double or something, and they're like. So does it worry you that Anthony Davis could be gone, or would you like them to try to keep him? Are you happy with like nobody want to hear all that shit? That's I hate media questions. Like, I feel like so, media just asks dumbass questions. You think you'll do better? Yes. I can't. We had <laughs> we had opportunities. <laughs> we had opportunities. We talking about oh, the combine? Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't ask no. I couldn't ask no questions then. Yeah, I don't know nothing uh, about yeah, those cats. I didn't know any of those players. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I had no both. interest. I had no interest of asking them any questions. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you get your feet wet because you're not just gonna go up to Kawhi and have a bunch of questions. What would you ask I, Kawhi? I heard you're a fun guy. How true is that? Look, what would you ask Kawhi? <laughs> it would be like I, it would have to be something that you think about for a second. But what if you just somewhere and you just ran into him and it's like, oh shit, Kawhi, oh, I'm not gonna. He want a picture gonna. if you just run into him. Yeah, hell yeah. What? Oh hell yeah. Come on. <laughs> you about thirty. But they say these are the top seven free agents the Hawks shy or could take them to the next level. Excuse mm. me. Uh, okay, Ben. Any ben Buddy. Any guesses? Um, Ben oh, Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, I can't see <laughs> and I can't read. Um, I would guess they're going more wing players. Um, Brooke so, Lopez should be on that list. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talking free agents, correct? Yes. Clay Thompson should be number yes. one for that reason. Tobias Harris, restricted free agents as well. It's a guy. Okay, well, we'll just go through. It. Okay, yeah, some good guesses. Brogdon, yes. See, Brogdon can just fit everywhere, man. Yeah. I would There's certain players that just fit everywhere. Is that number seven? Julius Randle is not bad. Uh, first spot goes he to can, a guy he can who might center. not fit the exact needs really of the team, but would fit nicely with the current guys on it. Six six center baby. So there you go, Julius Randle. He's six eight. Boyan, you being, you being generous. Bogdanovic. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, is number six. Sure. They just traded Tony Prince. Number five is Malcolm Brockton. Yep. Makes sense number to me. Number four is Tobias Harris. Shout you out said to that, Mike. right? Yeah. Number three is Chris Middleton. Sure. Number two is Jimmy Butler. Sure. And yeah. number one is Clay Thompson. Thompson. They ha- do they have max a max spot? At- no, because they just traded for Alan Crabb, so they don't have a max spot. Um. So I think the Jimmy Butler and Clay Thompson thing may be out of the water at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they both want max deals. Because yeah. Alan Krabs make like eighteen million a year. What, what a year twenty sixteen was, man. That boy got the bag. He had nerve to have an attitude after he was traded. <laughs> the Nets had threw him that that's offer. A, that's a brotherhood, like you said. He mm-hmm. was pissed. He was yeah. pissed. Yeah, he said something on Instagram like, oh, "It's the business. You never take it personal." But bless believe, I took it. Yeah, I, I think the Hawks <laughs> little head. They, they do need that solidified big man. John Collins is very good, but he can't run that five spot. Yeah, he struggled yeah, at the five this season. If they could have somebody that they could, because Alex Alex Lynn starts for them, doesn't he? Him and Dwayne Datman, depending on who's injured. Yeah, I think he was statistically like one of their. He's one of their best finders on that pick and roll. If he actually had somebody uh, yeah. that was decent, mm-hmm. oh my like God. Like a rim, right. rim, put on, rim protector. Literally, he's going to spoon feed them all day. Oh, they the have Hawks to, could go into the offseason with approximately $34 million in cap space. $34 million. Not to okay. sign a max player. Okay. So, and then that'll be it. Everybody else going to be rookies and sophomore players. That'll be it. But One max player. They would probably trade those picks for somebody. Yeah. Some, somebody solidified. 
But yeah, I don't, it's bringing in six rookies is some 2K <laughs> shit. But even in 2K, you don't do that. They just trying to get their experience. Up. <laughs> I, I think that um, if you draft six rookies, one of them going to be a star. Well, imagine drafting six rookies and it's all a, of them are are that, trash. That's, Shout that's out my guy Fredo. Fredo, he's a Knicks fan. He was on tw- he's on Twitter accident because he put a, a trade together and he DM me like, "What do you think of this trade?" Um, and it was like the Hawks get Bradley Beal and the Wizards get like eight, ten, seventeen pick. And I'm like, I don't I don't think the Wizards would do it because you they would have eight, nine, ten, seventeen plus second round picks. It's like you bringing in all them rookies that I would never want to pick. Eight, nine, ten, and seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> I would never want to because this is like that. That is definitely some two K shit. That's when yeah. you create your homies on <laughs> yeah, the draft you class and you want to draft them all. <laughs> yes, that is definitely some two K shit. But um, is that the last piece of news? Yeah, that, was, that is, and it's just it's showing that we get into that time. We get into that time Free where a lot about of to be incredible. It's about to be so crazy. We potentially have one more game of NBA basketball this season. Is that crazy to think about? It is. It is. Yeah. It's been a fun, fast, fulfilling year. Three Fs. Fun, fast, fulfilling. I cannot wait to get to this offseason because Kawhi could win and go to the Clippers. KD could stay or go to the Knicks or go to the – he could shit on the Knicks and go to the Nets. If he stayed, that would be the biggest slap in the face. Man, that would would heartbreak us so much. If he, if what if him and Kawhi, I can stay? like the literally, I can only see Durant staying if it's like that one year, like it's a very short year deal. He but he wants the money deals. though. But I don't know. He but just he had that injury. He wants the money. He the money. So he I feel like he injury. needs that long term deal. Just, is that the right deal with the Warriors? The whole season of having him in question, what are you going to be doing? Seems to have bothered him. So of mm-hmm. course, I think he wants to solidify himself in a. Did he make the Instagram post? Um, just because you, you something is over said and over. over and over doesn't make it true or something yeah. like that. Saying something uh, repeatedly doesn't make it true. I don't know. Something going on in Kevin's head. We don't know what it is, but I guess we'll find out July 1st. Hey, he, he just sending a shot at all the news about him going to New York. Just because it said repeated over and over again does not mean it's true. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be dumb because he that, that's a bad time to post it because he posted it the day after the net straight, which everybody kept saying, oh, they did that to get KD. So that would be in response to the Nets. He had all this, all these months to say something about the Knicks, and then he did it after the Nets uh, apparently made up cap to get him. That's a dumbass analogy, Derek. <laughs> I just said New York. I didn't say Knicks. Now you, well, New York is where the Knicks play. Brooklyn is where the Nets play. So, but, but they're in, in they're New both York? in New York. But why, <laughs> why isn't the New York both destinations Nets? were New York both? Nets? But both Nets. are they the New York Nets? <laughs> are they the New York Nets? No. I got I got okay. a side with Derek on this one. Yeah, both teams Nets? were like on his like radar, and both teams are in New York. Are they the New York Nets though? <laughs> I mean, they just play in New York. Are they, are they the New York Nets? No, they're the Brooklyn okay. Nets. Okay. <sighs> I'm trying to think about it, Kate. If you KD, would you rather go to the West and take the the Warriors out in the conference finals or something like West? that? Oh, or the Clippers. Where, yeah, the Clippers. That would be the spot in the West. Or you go to the East and take them out in the finals if they were reached. I'll tell you this. Uh, if you go to the Clippers, you could dethrone LeBron. You right, you you can go at his neck because y'all in the same arena. Mm-hmm. You you with the little brother franchise. And if you do better... It's like, damn, you know, he. They be, it's that's why I say it, it's some places he can go. It's just like it could just build his legacy. And that's also, the whole thing about like, Durant. In New York, his legacy. It's like with a different team. There. 
is nothing there. So he would go and really build that shit up himself and like carry that. And if he wins one in New but York, then it's this what you said though. It's nothing there. It's right. gonna be yeah. it even more But he if he went, I don't know. Kevin Durant seems like the type to like a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> true. That's, that's well, you know he's not going to the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not going to the Bulls. Mike, are you are, are you a one hundred percent diehard Lakers fan forever? I always will be. Okay. I just didn't you know. You want that. the reason for it? Uh, not really. But if you Kobe want to give it, 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 it's, Kobe. it's Kobe. Yeah. Kobe being Brian. Come that, on. Now. Kobe's mentality is what you, made me like you love You've been on his jock for, forever. You know the size boxes he wear. No, I don't. Do y'all, <laughs> I watched Space Jam again recently. Mm-hmm. And this is so off topic. Well, not really because you said boxes. Do y'all remember that part where the guy opens the door and he says, he basically lists off every single sponsorship of Michael Jordan. He said, "Get your hands on, yeah. go get a, go, but it's something about McDonald's." Mm-hmm. He literally listed all of Michael Jordan's sponsorships. And as a kid, I didn't even notice that. Twenty-two oh, years shit. old, I noticed that. So, peep LeBron's. Go get your Sprite. Put your Nikes on. It's gonna happen in a new remake. It's gonna you happen. Know something <laughs> crazy though. What's up? And I, maybe I'm about to say something that a lot of people either gonna be like, "Damn, what?" or they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I agree." I'm not a big Space Jam. Not a big Space Jam fan? Yeah. Hey, I've never seen Space Jam. Oh, now you tripping. Yeah, thank you. Um, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. You've never seen Space Jam? As a, a, as a Bulls fan and just a basketball fan in general? I've never seen it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just literally that. Have you seen? You've probably seen Thunderstruck, though. No. Okay. I've seen Thunderstruck. I've never, I would not I've watch that. Have movie. you seen Like Mike? Have I, oh, I'm talking to Derek. No. Oh my god. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen go, Coach Carter? Out, have you seen Coach yeah. Carter? Yeah, I, I love Coach Carter. Okay. Have you Derek, seen Hoosiers? No. Have you seen Glory Road? White man can't jump. White man can't jump. I've seen White above man can't the jump. Ru- above the rim, even no. though it's not technically really a basketball movie. No. Loving game. basketball. I've seen that. He got game. Maybe. Oh my god. Wait, wait, that's how we know who played. He got game. I don't know. Oh, then you haven't seen it. Ray Allen. Ray Allen and Denzel. Are you are you serious? So we have to have a basketball movie night for this <laughs> and catch you up on game. Uh, we can't. We can't. Because I've seen all of those movies so many times that it annoys the hell out of me now. When, when I get this projector, if you want to come over, slide through and watch I'm not movies. watching Space Jam. I'll call me when y'all get, out, get, get past that. I'm not watching Space Jam. You've never seen Space Jam. He got game I can watch. Blue Chips I can watch. Hoosiers I can watch. Glory Road I can watch. You saw you, you say you see Coach Carter, so that's... that's Who played Coach Carter? Uh... It's that black guy. It's the it's black, that guy. black guy. I forgot. That black dude. Is that Washington? No, it's the uh, Morgan Freak. No, 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 no. It's the, it's the, it's the, I'm not gonna one. say the name. I, I forgot which. I it. forgot which one. It's the other one. It's the other. Care. It's the it. other one. It's only two black people in Hollywood. It's the other one. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw an A, B, and C. Okay. Will Smith. No, it's it's gonna be the B. Eddie Murphy? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Jackson, what? <laughs> what? Oh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. There we go. Because he was like, he was one of those tough coaches. I like. That's why I like that movie. I'm trying to think of more basketball movies. You say you seen Love of Basketball? Yeah, he said he seen it. Let's just Google. Basketball. Are you sure? Because now whole, you're looking confused. This is a whole another thing. Basketball movies. I Glory Road though. I would have to see it. It's it's about the 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 first black. Oh. Black college student I've winning Glory, NCAA. I've tournament. seen Glory Roll, yes. Okay. I've never seen Semi Pro. You never seen I like Semi Pro. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Did you ever seen Semi Pro? Yeah. You seen Semi Pro? Yeah. But you've seen that. Because this will be a bit. What's yeah, the name? Will Ferrell's in it. It's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. That's not a basketball More than a game. Not is a basketball movie. No. Oh, you ever seen Juana Man? 
No. Jawanim is a classic. No. classic. I don't know. Classic. I haven't watched it in a long time, so it may not be fun. Rebound. <laughs> oh, my God. That one summer, his name wanted to watch that shit all the time. I'm like, wow. I hate that movie because of you. I'm gonna have and to you had it like on bootleg. <laughs> that was crazy. That was wild. That's, that's funny, bro, because that's one of the movies. No. And these are the movies we talking about. Space Jam, He Got Game, White Man Can't Jump. You ain't watched none of these? Why no. you can't jump? Come on TV a lot, actually. Hoosiers. You seen Hoosiers? Blue Chips. No, he ain't seen. Oh, you said you had seen Hoosiers? No. Man. Blue Chips. Ain't seen. You ever seen Hoop Dreams? You gotta mm. see Hoop Dreams. It's in Chicago. Bro, what Chicago is that? Bro, I've seen Maybe. that before. I've seen it before. But what, what is it about again? It's, it's about it's those, like a documentary. Those high school yeah. players, some of the top high school players in Chicago, mm-hmm. and watch their journey to see if they make it to the league. It, it took like ten years to shoot. It's a very long ass movie, but it's one of the best basketball documentaries Did ever. They, and they did something similar for Pat Beverly, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. That didn't get as much praise, obviously. Yeah. But when Pat Bell was in high school, they followed him. I didn't watch it either. Hell no. Because he went to Marshall. Um, they followed him during high school with these cameras to see if he was going to make it to the league. He went to Arkansas. Then he eventually made it to the league. But, I mean, I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody right. to see it, but I would recommend it. Airbud. <laughs> of <laughs> course he's seen that movie. Basketball. No. Classic. Yeah, that shit comes on like TNT. Um, that, that's, that's the guys that created South Park before they created... No, right when they created South Park. It's, they combined the games of basketball and baseball to one. Yeah, I've seen it it's, before. It's, it's, fun. it's a funny concept. Um, like Mike 2. No, the rest of those movies are trash, though. I ain't seeing nothing else that's worth talking Damn, about. You know you might have to be suspended. <laughs> until you see those yeah, movies. Yeah, until you see these movies. Like, this is crazy, bro. I've never seen them. I, I, I don't know. I don't I, know I, why. I, I don't know why. I've just never like thought like let me go watch these movies. You don't no, those, the reason why it's funny you or it's like sad you haven't watched because those are the movies you watched during your childhood. Yes. That's not something you just sit down like, now like, and be like, like I'm like, gonna watch that movie. Like I you don't wouldn't do have expected you to see Blue Chips, Hoosiers, maybe even He Got Game, but like Mike, like Mike, I saw that in the theaters twice. Like Mike, I know people don't give a damn about basketball seeing like Mike. It's a Bow Wow movie. Bow Wow was prominent <laughs> in our childhood. It's and and it's, a, it's a wholesome story about an orphan who, you know, it's beats the odds. For real. Some of this shit might be oh, too late. Click on like Mike. I think nah, I now he's no, saying it. Now he's saying it. You if you can't remember it, if you can't remember you like Mike, it. then the you guy, have not the, seen it. The little kid from Stuart Little. I, I, we shouldn't have to break down who was in it. Like Mike is, is a problem. And it has so many cameos. He, you remember yeah. the Dirk cameo? He's yeah, like, Dirk. can you sign this for my sister? He's like, yeah, what's her name? Uh, Dirk. <laughs> Classic. Go watch that movie, please, Derek. I think that's where we're going to end the show. Thank y'all so much. It might be too late for him to watch that movie. You think so? Bow Wow is not. That's that's little Bow. This is yeah, yeah, that's, that's little Bow Wow. I said little Bow Wow. That's that's not Shad or that's little Bow Wow with the. I corn damn it! Don't believe that you even watch Love and Basketball. I think you just said. No, that I did. I did ask this. So what they doing there? Is what they play one on one for? Uh, what they play one a kiss? No, they oh. actually. Boy, ain't seen that movie. He ain't no, seen they it. Did. They played one on one for like something. I mean, they, 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 they did end up kissing. They did. In, in your mind, they just they played. They, they played. They was ass naked. <laughs> they played play strip basketball to kiss. They played for the heart, Derek. This is I've let me know if you it. really oh, seen right, it. Right. I did. I, forget, I, I did I see it. Do you remember what college they went to? No. Okay. Do you remember what, what team? Dude, that was that was years ago. No, I, I, now I remember it. Now it's years ago. Now it's I don't know. Who is his dad? I don't know. His dad is on TV every day. That's a State Farm commercial. You a fake Denzel like the All-State thing? You run to me better at All-State. He played for the Lakers. Chris Paul? Thank you. No, no, no. That's it. That's the perfect one.